0: Welcome to Hungry Hungry Longhorns, where we teach UT students how to navigate the grocery store and basic cooking skills. I'm your host, Aislin Gaddis, and today we'll be talking about rice. First, what to look for in the grocery store. Rice is a great thing to always have in your pantry. It's a really good thing to buy in bulk to save money, but it also might take some trial and error to figure out what type of rice you like best. Let's run down the main types of rice. There are thousands of types of rice, but these are the most versatile and the ones you're most likely to see in the grocery store. First off, all the rices I'll talk about are long grain rice. There's also short grain and medium grain rice, usually used for sushi and risotto respectively. But for basic at-home cooking, you're going to want long grain. There's also white rice and brown rice. White rice is just milled longer than brown rice, so brown rice will tend to have a nuttier flavor and slightly chewier texture, but also has more fiber and nutritional value than white rice. We'll hear more about this from a dietitian later. There's basmati rice, which is the longest rice. It's nutty and aromatic, and it's most commonly used in curry or pilaf. Then there's jasmine rice, which is pretty similar to basmati, but it's slightly shorter. It also has a nutty aroma and they can be used pretty much interchangeably. It's most commonly used in Thai food because that's the region where it originated. Then there's long grain white rice or brown rice. Now, both basmati and jasmine rice are long grain white rice and brown rice. But when you're in the grocery store, you might see something just labeled white rice or brown rice and this will be an unnamed variety usually grown in the US. This is basically traditional American rice and doesn't have a strong flavor or aroma. It's pretty versatile and it'll take on the flavor of whatever you use it for. Now that we've learned what to look for in the grocery store when we shop for rice, let's learn how to cook it. Now, you might have heard to rinse or soak your rice before you cook it. This helps to remove excess starch and can help the grains be more separate once cooked. Whether you do this or not depends a lot on what type of rice you're cooking and what you're going to use it for. When you're just starting out, I'd recommend only rinsing or soaking your rice if the bag instructions or the recipe you're following tells you to. Cooking rice, you're going to want to combine water and your rice in a medium to large sized pot that you have a lid for. The ratio is usually one part rice and two parts water, but your rice will have a chart on the back. You can also substitute chicken or vegetable stock for water to give the rice more flavor. Put the water and rice on your stove on the highest setting and wait for it to boil. Once it boils, you can put your lid on and reduce the heat on your stove to medium-low, around three if your stove has numbers. And this is the most important thing. After you put the lid on, set a timer for however long the bag says, this is usually around 15 to 20 minutes, and then do not take the lid off. The steam cooks the rice, and if you take the lid off, all that steam goes out. This is not like pasta where you're supposed to occasionally stir it. Just leave the lid on until your timer goes off. Once your timer goes off, then you can lift the lid and check if the water is all absorbed and evaporated. If there's still some water, recover and wait a few more minutes. Sometimes the rice will stick to the bottom and sides of your pot, which can be annoying. There are a few things you can do to prevent this. You can rinse your rice beforehand. You can add a splash of oil to your water. You can add butter to the rice once it's done. You can also leave the lid on your rice after it's done for a few more minutes. And the steam can help the rice unstick from the bottom. Congratulations. You just made a pot of rice. I sat down with dietitian Jennifer Barneau with University Health Services to learn what type of nutritional value rice offers you and how you can incorporate it into a healthy diet.
1: For rice, the nutritional content that we're getting from that is primarily going to be our complex carbs, right? Um, So that's going to be our main and preferred energy source and fuel for the brain and for our bodies.
0: Carbs are what our bodies need to produce energy, and we've been eating them for a really long time. When
1: you go online, there's so much information about, like, low-carbohydrate diets, right? And, like, cutting out grains and this and that and the other. And it's like, wait a minute, we've been eating this for millennia, (laughs) right? (laughs) Like, I think this is a staple. (laughs) It's safe to say this is a staple food that
0: we need, you know. As for white rice versus brown rice, she said that both can have an important place in your diet.
1: That's actually how we started discovering vitamins, in general um, was people started refining rice to a white rice, which people loved, right? White rice is freaking delicious and amazing and has really cool properties, right? Like I can't imagine brown rice sushi, right? Like that just sounds weird and like it wouldn't work, (laughs) right? Um, And so they started seeing this disease called beriberi, right? And that is actually from a deficiency of thiamine And so now they fortify the white rice because, you know, everybody's like, you, you are not taking this away from me. This is amazing. Um, So we're still getting those nutrients and that helps prevent like, you know, widespread beriberi deficiency. So nutritional content wise, brown rice is going to be what we call more nutrient dense right? So we're getting more micronutrients, more antioxidants, more fiber in a serving of brown rice than we are with white rice. But then when you look at white rice, you know, it's got a greater convenience factor, right? So it's faster to prepare. Um, It also has different culinary purposes around the world, right? And we don't want to like totally knock those up down, right? And it's very delicious. And so there's, there's
0: kind of a balance, right? When it comes to how much you should be eating rice per day or per week, every meal should have a complex carb. But because of rice's arsenic content, you shouldn't eat more than two servings a day.
1: What I found was about a serving a day puts you at about 50% of the minimal risk level, right? So they've established an amount of arsenic that it's like pretty safe to consume right? If you get two servings of rice per day, that puts you like right at the top end of that range. So I would recommend, you know, keeping it to that two times a day at the most. Um, And then on the least side of things, if you don't like rice, I wouldn't recommend eating it. So so I would say twice a day at most to just, you know, making sure you're choosing other grains. Because um, those whole grains are one of the best things that we can do for our heart health and for diabetes prevention and things like that. So,
0: Now that you know how to shop for rice, cook it, and why you should be eating it, I have a week's worth of easy, low-cost rice recipes. You can go to the link in the show notes to get the full recipes as well as a $50 shopping list. This week's recipes are... A Mediterranean style bowl, fried rice, red rice, and cilantro lime rice. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Hungry Hungry Longhorns, and make sure to tune into our next episode to learn about how to shop for and cook another important part of your diet. This episode was a production of the Daily Texan Audio Department, reported and edited by me, Aislinn Gaddis. Music is by Poddington Bear. Thanks for listening.